is the end of an era, but it's not the end of everything. And the questions that, you know, I prepared in advance just flowed and he were enjoying it. We're, you know, we're bouncing off each other. And he said at the end of it, you've done this before, haven't you? And I'm like, Steve, I've really not. <laughs> it's more of a, a personal sort of high level one, which would be it crosses not just podcast land, but any content creation is just getting over myself. Yeah. A personal one for me, if you don't mind my little bit of self-indulgence, is one that really sticks out for me, not because it was enjoyable, but because I felt that I had to do it to show the reality. It was the, it was a few days after I got out of hospital after an operation when I first moved back up north. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Welcome to a new season of podcast episodes of personal and business coaching topics and techniques around the three pillars of HEW, health, excellence, and wealth. HEW is introducing guests to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur show based on their own personal experiences, a full real-life account of trials and tribulations of what it takes. Hello, and welcome to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur podcast uh, today, you are joined by myself, Lauren Brady, and my wonderful co-host and business partner, Helen Williams. Hello, Helen. Hey, how are you? We're very good. We're very good. I'm saying we now as a, a royal we. Absolutely <laughs> a royal we. Royal we over here is good. Um, so wherever you're joining us from today, whether it's morning, evening, uh, noon with you, uh, we're really excited to be bringing you this episode um, because it's the end of an era. Oh, 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 what does that mean, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> it is the end of this current run of podcasts, uh, and it's probably the last one me and Helen are going to record, record together uh, before I go off to welcome the new little Brady person uh, that I've been cooking into the world. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to be recording this with you, Helen, and also a little bit nostalgic and sad. Yeah, me too. Me too. On numerous different um, layers there and levels. I mean, it's exciting. I'm thrilled to bits for you, but at the same time, I'm going to miss you. Yeah, I know. I do. I do have to laugh because we have so much constant ongoing communication, business-wise, and and then personal. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Me, my husband, or the baby are ready for. Uh, how we're going to stream you in <laughs> for the <laughs> next few happening. weeks and months. Yeah. So listen, today's conversation, what we wanted to do, um, we have been, you know, we've been very reflective over the last few weeks, haven't we? Yeah. I think coming into the start of 2021, um, by the nature of what we do with personal development and business development and growth, there's so much focus on goals and there's so much focus on what do I want to achieve? What outcomes am I looking to uh, get to? What's my intention? So we're both big believers and have been working with our clients on making sure you review mm -hmm. what's gone well, what hasn't gone as well as you'd like, you know, where have your roadblocks and where have your learnings been? So we've done a lot of that personally and we've done a lot of it for our business. And one of our big things is we love recording the podcast we know we get a huge amount of feedback and we get a lot of, um, yeah, we get, a, we, we get a lot of traction in our business from the, from the podcast, but we are growth obsessed. 
<laughs> and we're forever looking to um, keep improving. So we have decided, the royal we of the, the Williams Brady, um, that this will be the end of this season. So we have got to episode 104 together and we are going to be um, taking a little break from podcast land, but we do promise to be back. And we are we have got lots to inform you on of sort of how we've got to this decision, what's coming next. Uh, and we just wanted to signpost really over the next sort of 15, 20 minutes, loads of learnings and some episodes that we think if you haven't already consumed, uh, we reckon they're little belters to get going on. I just wanted to point out as well that it's not just about the reviewing and the reflection because of what you just said, you know, about um, sort of leaving the business for a little while while, you know, you embrace the uh, the world of motherhood <laughs> she's pulling a face at that um I'm sure it is daunting um oh. for a first time mom um but we have to plan as well you know we have to plan Absolutely. for the fact of you know the business is going to change temporarily dynamics are going to change we've got a lot of responsibility when it comes to our clients our delivery the deliverables and of quality um and it's important to us that we deliver, you know, what's going to be continued value to you um, as listeners. So, yeah, that's all part of it. You know, it's not for us taking a little break and it's certainly not for me heading off to Bali or anything like that. That would be wishful thinking. I know. And I'm also in this phase where obviously because I've never had um, a newborn before. I am totally in the dark. I have no clue what's ahead. And all my friends and my sisters and stuff, they're like, mm-hmm, you wait and see, Lauren. Yeah, they, and, and they won't tell you, I guess. And, and they can't tell you either. You know, people can give you their experience, but I'm sure, I mean, what do I know? Um, but, you know, from a parent perspective, it's, yeah. all, it's all a very individual personal journey. I guess a lot like your personal development. Massively, you know, you have similarities, but your your exact variables at any one time, how you feel, like all of it is is all everything so individual. But I guarantee, um, yeah, we're not. We're, listen, we're not turning this into a, <laughs> a mother and parenthood blog or, or podcast. But I promise, I will be sharing the realities of uh, being someone who has got huge goals, tons of ambition, um, like it's. It's difficult to say out loud, Helen, because it, you, I never want to be ungrateful. I'm so appreciative of our opportunity to become parents, myself and my husband. Not me and you. <laughs> Not just me and you, but, you know, me, Chris, and you, obviously, H. But I don't, I, I don't ever want to um, mask over the fact that I'm, I'm still going to have huge goals and ambitions, uh, as well as wanting to be, you know, a mom and grow our family. So, yeah. And we, we had this conversation we had this conversation earlier this morning, didn't we, about this? And in terms of, you know, people's um expectations perhaps saying, Oh, you know, you might lose your ambition and be prepared for oh, that, be prepared yeah. for this. And it's like what Lauren and I are building with HEW is is whatever we want it to be and for it to actually encompass and empower anyone female or male if they are growing a business to be able to do that and not allow everything else to go out of sync at the same time like who says like who wrote that rule of if you become a parent you 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 kiss goodbye to your dreams and your ambition it's absolute utter bullshit and I'm, I'm really excited and proud to be supporting you in creating something that you know you can have it all 
But you know, that's a funny thing, Helen, is because, you know, I came, I've, I've spoke really openly uh, on the podcast, on our social media channels, and personally with our clients. You know, I came previously from an entrepreneurial environment where one of the reasons I stepped aside is because I honestly didn't think you could run a successful business, still have you know, your health and well-being in the mix. You couldn't still have, you know, healthy relationships, friends, families, partners, and children. So that was something that put me off because I think maybe it might have been the era, you know, it was early to mid, uh, the mid-2000s and it was just all grind hustle. It was very masculine. It, and I came from a very male-dominated industry and it was like, you know, first in last out you know that was a badge of honor you know how, how few days off you took um you know was kind of like another stripe on your arm versus now looking at it and going yeah do you know what I'm happy to work hard like really happy nothing fills my cup up more than you know when you're working on a project working with a client and um, whatever it is and you're just like I'm so fucking into this and I'm so excited about it you know me and you have spoke we go to bed sometimes thinking about our clients' businesses and we're like, put that spreadsheet out of your mind. Stop <laughs> thinking about their social media strategy. Stop thinking about their growth opportunities. So yeah, it's just, it's a real different, it's a, it's a different turn of events um, altogether. So right, let's on from baby chat so we don't turn into that. Um, what have you taken from um, starting the podcast and from the solo episodes, the interviews that you've done, what have you learned, Helen? What stuck out for you? Lots of it, lots of learnings uh, there, Lauren. Right from the start, for people that don't know this story, um, I was actually kind of taking the piss out of at the time and prior to that in terms of who would want to listen to you, like, you know, in terms of, you know, your accent and it's not necessarily the most eloquent or, you know, nicest of spoken language you know from so basically you're not royalty with the queen's english is that what we're saying <laughs> and, it, and it was a case of you know those kind of opinions really stuck with me at the time i remember them but i didn't let them stop me i remember them but i used them as fuel in terms of you know what says who like who are you to stop me yeah. or judge me or you know anything like that you know when we say about other people's opinions Mm-hmm. everybody's welcome to them and they've got them but we can't let them stick and stop us um so I was just like I'm gonna give it a bash then my next barrier to getting a, a podcast up and running was the technical side of it yeah like how <laughs> I, I, I did pay for training you know I did pay for you know qualified yeah. training and even with the with the training and everything I still had to be the one responsible for learning the technology and the software and doing all of the recording, um, the editing, and the uploading myself. And it took me at the time for ages. Like, I'm going to say... I remember you launching the podcast, because I I don't think I was working with you directly as a client, or was I? I think I was in a period where it was like... An no, probably not at that time, because it's... Um, but I remember chatting about it a couple of months later, and I remember how time-consuming and how difficult it was to do and then I think crikey that was only in two years look how much this whole industry and you know the tools and everything that comes with the pod, the world of podcasting how much that's moved forward in just two years well it's not even it's not I don't use that many um sort of different platforms now but we outsource it don't we like for over a year I struggled 
for myself. I weren't in a position straight off to be paying for outsourcing. And I'm very much of the opinion that if you learn to do things yourself, again, then you remove the barriers of the self-limiting beliefs because that was my next thing that I was like, wow, I can't do this. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not technology trained or, you know, certainly don't know what I'm doing with editing and, and voices and things like that. So, yeah, I... I overcame, I overcame that challenge. Also, another learning is the fact that you just have to do it. You just have to back yourself and jump in. I remember the first interview was with Steve Manley at Sheffield Chamber of Commerce. Great guy. Never even met him before. Always spoke on the phone. Uh, we'd been introduced. And it, it, it was very rarely in the country. He was on a yacht somewhere most of the time and holidaying in different places. Great guy. Down to earth. Um, we talked all about his entrepreneurial growth of um, creating his business, which is Universal Office Products. Um, so, you know, a well-known brand, started it up from scratch um, and has done very, very well for himself. Supports all the entrepreneur sort of growth and the, the incubator periods and does a lot for the Sheffield College, which is, you know, what has helped us then get involved with uh, helping the support there and, and speaking to the uh, students and, and helping and supporting the college there with, you know, careers and life skills and all of that. But I remember going in and, and I loved it. It was such an amazing interview and it just flowed and the questions that, you know, I'd prepared in advance just flowed and he were enjoying it. We're, you know, we're bouncing off each other. And he said at the end of it, you've done this before, haven't you? And I'm like, Steve, I've really not. <laughs> You're like, and I'm not yeah. just saying this. Genuinely, I've not. This is my first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know who else said that as well to me? Um, Matthew Gavins. Again, a very um, check. I don't know these episode number guy, numbers, guys. So do check back on them if you, you know, if you're not familiar with any of these episodes, go back on them. But Matthew Gavins is another local business owner and entrepreneur who started off uh, his business, Evolution Power Tools. That um, is a, it's a, that's a global brand. You know, global. He started that off from his parents' garage. Like, you know, such an inspirational story. Like, and they do so much for um, charitable arm of the business and all of that is fantastic. So much inspiration in there. Take, t- take a lot from there in terms of, you know, your alignment, what's, you know, what's important to you, how you can change your hunger for success and money into then value for other people and joy and all of, you know, what, how your, you know, how your perspective changes when you're growing and, and, and you're actually succeeding and what becomes really important. Because so it's really interesting for me because as I'm sat here, obviously people listening to this, uh, we don't currently stream our podcast on YouTube, but that <laughs> is an insight into what's coming next. Yeah. But I can see you and I can like watching you describe those interviews, Helen, your body language, your facial expressions, like even your posture in the chair there. You're getting dead excited. I, I hope that do, comes I do, across I really. your voice. But I think one of the big things that stands out for me for you is that you've just really loved having the chat. You've loved yeah. the conversations. You've loved how how much you've got back individually as a person, as a business owner yourself. Because, yeah. you know, put our coaching hats on a hook and put them to the side. You know, we love being sat in that seat. But ultimately, we we love what we do because we get it. We, we want to build big businesses. We get the challenges. We get that shit does not always go to plan. No, no. <laughs> so I think your energy from those interviews is not just as a podcast host, not just as a coach, but it's as, it fires your belly up as the entrepreneur. Yeah. 
Yeah, it really, really, really does. And I think you're right. I think that's what does come across from, you know, from people that are being interviewed. Because, you know, Matthew did say to me, you know, I've been interviewed by uh, people at the, like the Guardian newspaper and things like that. And he said, you're actually really good at it. And I'm like, I've had no media training, Matthew. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, do you know what you are very good at, Helen? And like, I, I say this to anyone who listen, and even those who don't want to listen, <laughs> I'll tell them anyway. <laughs> I'll tell you anyway. Um, you're very good at asking questions that draw information out. Yeah. And, you know, isn't that part of media? Isn't that part of, you know, being able to convey the message and, and on communications as a whole? It's just being able to have that chat. Yeah. And, again, it's what makes you a really great coach. So, yeah, kudos to you, dude. Kudos. Awesome. What about you? I mean, you obviously came in at what point? What was it now? What... Um, mid 60s I think because I remember me coming over to Manchester yeah. and we did the interview first oh, yeah when you were sneaking you were sneaking me into the whole okay. HGW brand for months <laughs> <laughs> like I know I know we, we we often say please don't use this word but Helen we can say I saw I saw our podcast Helen likes to tell people she was grooming Lauren for months before Lauren knew I'm like crikey you really were um what, what I'm in reference to here is you interviewed me after me being the client yeah and I'd at that point, I just got married. I knew at that point the contract I was on with my then employer, who, you know, I'd worked with for many years, so much respect for, huge amount of fondness and love. There'll always be a little part of my heart that will always be such a big supporter and backer of that business and that industry. But I knew at that point I was moving on, but it was another couple of months before the product was ready to put on a shelf and before my time was, um, you know, I had to finish out work on a project. So when I met you and had that conversation, it was probably the first time I'd said out loud, yeah, I'm probably going to be uh, doing some other shit soon. And then you're there smiling away at me and I'm like, I'm not fully decided where I'm going to, you know, go into. And <laughs> I think I really enjoyed that conversation because obviously we had a very easy dialogue. And it was just chat. But it's funny that you say about you had this reservation about, you know, your voice or your language. Mm. So obviously, you know, you're from Sheffield. I'm from Manchester. We're very northern. Both of us are dead. <laughs> but I, I lived away for many years. I didn't live in Manchester for like well over a decade and traveled low to work. So in my head, I honestly thought my accent had toned down lots. And then you hear yourself back. And you hear yourself on a podcast or on any of our live videos. And again, for me, it was an acceptance. I'm like, yes, Lauren, you are extremely Northern. When I get giddy, I know I speed up. It's a constant one I have to remind myself of, is it breathe in between the words, Lauren, just breathe. Um, but I, I'm very similar to you. I've loved the interviews. I've loved the conversations where, like, sometimes how often do we forget we're on record Oh. And we're just having the crack and having the chat. And then we've got this wonderful partner in our podcast land, uh, our producer, James, who, you know, I, just, I sometimes think poor James editing this down. <laughs> like he's, he has uh, he has some task ahead of him. If I voice knows him, I'm just like, I'm really sorry, James. I know you're sick of hearing our voices. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, yeah, I think the big things that I've, I've taken is, uh, you know, it's more of a, a personal sort of high level one which would be it crosses not just podcast land but any content creation is just getting over myself yeah 
getting over myself, getting out of my own way. And, you know, we covered this on our live this weekend, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a avid reader. And one of the things that I read recently is so resonated with me. I can't stop thinking about it, which is you're a contributor, not a guru. Yeah. And one of my things when, you know, I've been leading teams of people, leading projects, um, you know, growing a business is this thing of it has to be perfect or I have to have all the answers. So this concept for me of being a contributor, not a guru, it just blows that shit right out of the water. Yeah. It's like you don't have, you know, I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm not trying to be the number one person yeah. in this industry or even in our, you know, even in our region right now. We've got the goals to be. But I also think now, isn't it cool that we've just got all of this to document and listen back to? I think it's cool that maybe, again, my mind's gone to another parallel with becoming a parent soon, is I'm like, oh, Christ, he'll be able to listen to all this back and go, oh, she recorded that. Pregnant. I'll just point out that, true, little Brady will be able to listen to it, but not for a few years. Oh, God, I yeah. Said, I said to my niece and nephew once... Um, <laughs> not too long ago and they were telling me that they watch youtube and i'm like what is it with children watching youtube because they just watch youtube it's like constant yeah don't even when did it even become a thing so my nephew told me tonight he'd like to start his own channel and he's like auntie lauren how do we start a youtube channel i'm like i'll google that pet and let you know <laughs> well i did it somehow but i said to my niece and nephew have you watched auntie h on um, youtube my brother just looks at me and he went no, I don't think that's appropriate. I've had to turn a couple of Facebook lives off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. He said, pre-warned, like in future, if you're going to drop an expletive or something, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, so sorry. So, yeah, yeah, no, in all fairness, come on, we're, um, <laughs> yeah, we're real and we're human. Okay, so well, that's what we Lauren, 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 before you go on, I just want to point out on that bit, and it's, it's not about, you know, oh, high five here and high five there and whatever, but I do want to say... I am so proud of you, how you have got out of your own way with it and just jumped in because you are such a natural at this. You are, honestly, you are. Don't pull that face. She's pulling faces, ladies and gents. She's pulling faces. You can't <laughs> see it, but I can. Um, you are, and I just think you have got so much value to offer and I just think your your personality on, you know, your opinions, like one minute you can be fired up, but then the next minute, you know, you being really compassionate about things. I just think, I think that's important. And I think if you can, if you can display that over a, um, a variety of different content platforms, podcasting being one of them, you're onto a winner. And I'm just, yeah, I'm really proud of you. Thanks. Mm, you're welcome. All right, moving on with my swift weirdness. Okay, so we're not. You know, it takes compliments very well. Uh, I try, I try, I try my best to do it a little bit less weird. <laughs> Be less weird. That's definitely an intention for the next year or two. Okay, so we're not going to do a list here, but Helen, if there was any episodes that really stand out, uh, we're going to explain what's going to be happening next. And you know, what like I say, we have plans for podcast land we're not disappearing off the face of the earth but in between what episodes stand out for you as being you know just ones that you felt oh that was a cracker guest ones there's a lot of for sure there's been some amazing ones a couple of what I've just mentioned uh, Ian Whitehorn as well was a who I love Ian um Richard Towers Mark uh Davies um Danny Inman 
we've had some amazing ones. Like, or, or with, when you hear other people's stories and, you know, their experiences and, you know, you're vibing off them or you're probing them or they're giving you some insight, that for me is where the fascination is because everybody has a story. You know, you don't have to go down the tragedy line. You don't have to go down the trauma line or anything like that. Everybody has a story and a perspective. And that's what I always want to hear. So I always take from that. A personal one for me, if you don't mind my little bit of self-indulgence, is one that really sticks out for me, not because it was enjoyable, but because I felt that I had to do it. Not had to is in terms of responsibility, hear me out here, to show the reality it was, the, it was a few days after I got out of hospital after an operation when I first moved back up north. And I really wanted to show that reality of, you know, sometimes the show does go on and I wanted to, um, and it's not, again, it's not for a martyr, it's not for anything else in terms of that. But, you know, at that point, I was running the business single-handedly and the brand single-handedly. Some things did still have to go on. And um, that was one of them. And it was a choice that I made at the time. But what I wanted to do is just to share that, that insight over my experience and my recovery from the art to show that other, that people don't always have like the simple, glamorous, easy, stress-free life that is often perceived. And as much as we always then, you know, share as much transparency and truth and reality of our own lives, as much as we can do that, there is still a lot of like, bridging of that gap to yeah I I think that's something you do personally really well I'm still on my own growth spectrum with that of sharing certain aspects Mm. of you know when struggles and when shit doesn't go exactly how you uh, plan (laughs) but I think you you've you've excelled at that for a long time so yeah that episode I remember listening to it and like you say it's very easy to say that and it may come across as people going, well, Jesus, Helen, you just come out of hospital. Would you forever just take a break and, you know, yeah. the world will carry on? You weren't trying to be like, hey, look at me. You know, I never stop. But it was just for you. It was really important that you showed up when you needed to show up. So, yeah. Yeah. And, totally and, and with it, it's a, it's a topic close to my heart as well, you know, that I deal with consistently. You know, yeah. even, even at that time, it's not a case of, oh, a, that hospital visit was a one-off it's not I deal with that consistently well, that's the thing as well because, because, that, because know, that condition is often left as a, you know it's, it is called the silent undeterred you know um female condition that you know people think you know is, is that something that happens regularly or more often yeah. so for you to shine a light on it and be like hey listen not only is that an ongoing condition but I can still kick ass and still get on with things. So yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. And it's something I will continue to always approach, you know, and I just think the more, again, it comes down to understanding and empathy and being in a position, not afraid to voice these things that are often stigmatized. Got yeah. What about you? What, what, what's really stuck out for you? There's a couple that are really big for me. I was just, see, I was just looking at all the reports there and uh, it's interesting. Some of the ones that we've had the most impact on us personally and enjoyed are also the, some of our mo- most downloaded. It's mad, isn't it? Um, I can never not say the interview with Donna and Cynthia Power. Yeah, yeah. Um, two legends, two people I grew up with. Um, and I just think they're fucking brilliant women. Yeah. I also think they're hilarious. 
Um, I think their banter and their crack is top notch, um, but also what they've achieved individually, personally, and in their businesses is great. One that I enjoyed because I didn't think I was enjoying, I would enjoy, is my first couple of solo episodes. And I think there was one where I basically explained how did I go from being the client chair to being, you know, one of the coaches at HGW. So that was a good one as well. Um, so, yeah, I think for me, it's just more getting, you know, it was getting to grips with. Also, recording podcasts is so weird because you're just sat talking to yourself, isn't it? You, do you know what, right? This is something that I have, it's taken my enjoyment onto a whole new level, which is why I think I bounced off the uh, interview so well, is when, when it's multidimensional and it's not just you talking, but obviously I know then you're delivering and I know then there's, there's listeners that are really taking value from that and are following you and, you know, taking your, your the, you know, they're taking the steps that you're taking them on. When you're, when you're with somebody else on a podcast, the enjoyment is so much more. Yeah, it's a, to- it's a totally different vibe. So for me, getting past that whole weirdness of talking to myself into a microphone yeah. uh, was definitely something, um, yeah, that was a new challenge and things to be learned. Okay, so Helen, let's let, let's let the uh, lovely community of listeners know what's next, what's on the plan? I'm looking. I'm looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so from from our side of things, uh, obviously there's a little bit of change in operational side of things. Just while I take a step to the side and get the baby cooked and into the world. Uh, But what we also looked at was um, we have this huge backlog. Like I say, we're on over a hundred episodes now. So we were looking at how we best, you know, get the message and give people the content that they're interested in and adds value. But then I took a lot of inspiration. I'm, a, I'm an avid podcast listener. I listen to a real range and um, they've had a massive impact for me on my own personal development and also my curiosity. I now know I must've been the annoying child who asked, but why, but why, but why all the time. Uh, so yeah, I can only imagine <laughs> what I'm in for in the next few years. But I think podcasts answer a lot of those questions. They also create more questions. So you listen to a podcast and a topic is discussed or someone's interviewed and you go, shit, I never thought of that. Oh, God, yeah, that's a really interesting subject. So that's an interesting topic, which then leads you on to another or another. But one of the things that I really enjoy from a certain block of um, hosts and shows that I listen to regularly is they do it in seasons. So just like you would have a season of box sets and I'm aware I'm using the word season and we, we are not American. We are bloody British. We have lots of US supporters, actually. The following. Okay. In- I, feel, I, feel, I, feel less, uh, I feel less wanky using the season rather than series. <laughs> but in- we're British, full of eloquence. Yeah, yeah, full of eloquence and then use uh, that one to describe it. But we're going to be, we're going to be moving towards a seasonal block. So those seasonal blocks could be seasons of six, eight or 10 episodes. We will focus in on certain subjects. Again, we have our pillars here, uh, HEW, health, excellence and wealth. Something that I am hugely excited about is really exploring the wealth column more. It's something that we know when we do any content on it, we get huge amount of listeners, feedback, questions. Um, And because my other business is in financial services, it really, it, it just... 
there's something about it. I think it sounds well geeky, but I just think money is so powerful in terms of the positive and negative influence it can have on our lives. I think it's often, again, coming from my own perspective, which I can only take as a female, I made money young. I've always been in control of my own financial sort of set points, but I've also been heavily influenced in a positive way by lots of growth and entrepreneurial minded people. Um, so for that's just one example is that we will be exploring per seasons, different facets of health as a business owner, different facets of excellence, different levels of what wealth means. And then how can we attain it? How can we give you the tools? Um, so yeah, by breaking things into seasons, it means that we can really dive in and explore full content ranges uh, and nerd out per season. Yeah, because it, it just gives them that solid consistency of a topic so we can take you through it and, and we'll have different guessing and things as well yes and all to be confirmed in that score um but just on that topic of guests what i do want to say is for any of the listeners right now that are thinking oh ladies you've just broke my heart we can't listen to your dulcet northern tones for a few weeks <laughs> yes <laughs> until until you know we come back with a relaunch out in spring if you can't wait that long and you want to engage with us, follow us on our social channels, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook predominantly. We are on Twitter, but Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, we are over the next coming, even days, we've got our first guest on Friday evening. So this is out at you now on the Wednesday. Obviously, I do appreciate you can be listening to this at any point, um, but if you are listening retrospectively you can always go back to our channels as well because they will be housed on there and um, but we are doing live interviews and chats with a number of different guests across all of all of the different um platforms so these will be available for you for your hew yeah and I, th I think that's another big thing is that we've got this huge backlog and sometimes things just get lost in it I know from the way I like to consume and get to know a podcast if I get recommended something I tend to go on a binge and yeah. I'll go back and I'll look through their backlog and sometimes that's hundreds like literally hundreds and hundreds of episodes and what I do is I just go for the name of the title of an episode that grabs me or I go for the amount of time that episode is based on what I have. So if I'm going for a dog walk and I know I'm going to be out for 30, 40 minutes, I find an episode that's 30, 40 minutes long and that's what I chunk into. So yeah, listen, we've the reason that we're taking a break is so that we can grow, we can continue to upskill, get better, kick ass. We are going to be recording new bits of techie stuff for the beginning and the end new music all of that stuff helen would like to sing the start and end of our podcast we won't do that to you <laughs> and yeah you we don't want to damage your eardrums We've just lost Lauren there on connectivity right at the end, just as we were wrapping things up. So I am just going to conclude by saying thank you so much for all of your support over the last two and a half years. It is the end of an era, but it's not the end of everything. And as, you know, the, the founder and the initial host of this show, I am so proud of what we've achieved. I'm so proud of the, uh, the injection of vigor and inspiration that Lauren's 
brought to the table as well. And so, um, you know, grateful for all of your support from across the globe. So long may that continue. As I have just said about, you know, finding us on the social channels through the interviews and YouTube, you know, we've got a great project team that are working with us behind closed doors as well. So they will be content and we will be very, very present with a lot of value. Um, so, yeah, we'll look forward to reconvening. Do take care, stay safe, and we look forward to seeing you again or tuning in with you again in the spring. Thank you for listening to the HEW podcast. For continued support, please subscribe using iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please leave a five-star review on your download platform. Tune in for more value and more content the same time next week.